Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on January 23rd, Lord's Day Service. We come now to our time of confession and preparing our hearts for that with the exhortation. And our exhortation comes from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, a very familiar verse, I'm sure, to many of you. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Christian, you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, those who have gone before and have died in the faith. We are called to run the race that is set before us, just as our Lord Jesus ran his race, enduring the cross and despising the shame. You, Christian brothers and sisters, have a race set before you, a race that likely involves more pain than you would like. It also probably involves less riches and glory than you would like. But our calling is to imitate Christ and the heroes of the faith described in chapter 11 of Hebrews, who lived by faith and not by sight, who did not run from the challenges that the Lord placed in their lives, but who instead were faithful. They ran their race with their eyes fixed on the prize, Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. I want to meditate briefly this morning on the phrase in that first verse that I believe is easy for us to overlook. And the phrase is, the race that is set before us. The race that is set before us assumes two things. One, that there are other races set before other people. And two, that we don't get to pick which race that we run. There are different races that God sets before different people. Indeed, this phrase points us back to Hebrews 11, the previous chapter, and the famous hall of faith. And this is exactly what we see there. Noah ran his race well, and it was a very different race from the race that Abraham, Moses, David, and all of them ran. And in each case, we know that the races they ran were God's design, not their own. In other words, they each had a particular part to play in the story that God is telling, and they were faithful to play their part well. This concept of having uh, a particular race to run flies in the face of our modern American way of thinking. We don't want anyone telling us what race we're allowed to run and which we're not allowed to run. You see, since each of us was little, we've been catechized in the American dream. The belief that each of us can be anything we want. That it is in fact our birthright as Americans to overcome all boundaries and barriers and pursue whatever it is our hearts desire. But this, I'm sad to say, is a lie from the pit of hell. You are a finite creature. You have nothing that wasn't given to you by God. That means that the American dream is a lie. The belief that you can be anything your heart desires. 
the expectation that you will somehow pull yourself up by your bootstraps and become a self-made millionaire. You cannot be anything that you want. You, my friend, are finite. And the race God has for you to run may not be the fairy tale that you have in mind. This should be good news. It means that we can be content with our lot in life. It means that the God of the universe actually had a plan for us and has set a race out for each of us. The God that formed you in your womb placed you into history at this particular time and place. History is his story. You are a character in his story and he created you to play your particular part. Your job is to accept the call and to be faithful to play your part well. So the American dream is a lie. You cannot be anything or anyone that you want. You are finite. So how do you discern what part God has designed you to play? Well, just look at your life. God has placed you in a particular family, at a particular time, in a particular place, with particular gifts and particular limitations. If you're a man, start there. What does God's word teach about being a man? How can you embrace your masculinity and be the best man you can be? Likewise, if you're a woman, God created you that way. His word gives clear instruction about what femininity is and isn't. What gifts has God given you? What opportunities are in front of you? Who has he put in your life? How can you be a good steward of all of these things? This is the race that God has set out before you. The doctrine of the American dream can lead us to despise the lot that God has given us and to reject the race that he set out for us. But you, dear brothers and sisters, have true freedom. Freedom to be exactly who God has made you to be. Your calling is to turn a profit on what he has given you. What these chapters in Hebrews ought to do is to inspire us to run our race as well. They should lead you to think, if I run my race well, then perhaps my children or my grandchildren will be like one of these heroes of the faith. Your job is to carry the baton forward during your leg of the race. Pour yourself into that work. Leave, leave it all on the field. When you get to the end, you want to have nothing left in the tank. The ultimate reward is not riches or glory. The reward we seek is far greater. The prize we seek on the day that we cross the finish line of the race that is set before us are the sweet words of our Savior. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.